0: What are you doing, Doc? I need fuel.
1: Mm. Give me fuel, take the flash, hit me, trace it out of sight. Now, here are your hosts John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle.
0: Welcome back to Buffalo Bills Quarterback Watch 2018. No, I'm (laughs) kidding. Uh, Well, this is Fantasy Fuel. I'm one of your co-hosts, John Eddie Jr., alongside Mr. Tom Tuttle. How are you
1: doing, Tom? I'm doing good. We had a little bit of time off there, uh, so I'm ready and refreshed. Let's go. Yes. uh, Just so everybody knows, uh, our format
0: will be a little different. Uh, Life and work is getting in the way of our fantasy football podcast yep. a little bit so we will be doing uh, one show every two weeks it will be recorded on Wednesdays and released to you later in that day or the next morning so that's what you'll be getting from us so hopefully we'll give you enough information to get you through a two-week yeah. stretch <laughs> so without further ado we will get into it I've got a lot of different news informational thingies that you have to be aware of And, of course, I did start with Buffalo Bills quarterback watch where (laughs) Josh Allen seems to not be down and out but will be out for a couple of games. But that leaves the question of who is going to start for the Bills while he's
1: out, and it looks like it'll be Derek Anderson. Um, (laughs) He's definitely one of them guys that has at least he's done it before. It's not something new to him, but I don't think it's going to, and the Bills are in a bad spot. They're in a bad spot. There's no doubt about it. But as far as if you're looking for a quarterback because maybe you had Allen for some crazy reason he was your starter, <laughs> you can go with Anderson, but you could probably consider Osweiler as well because he's sitting out there most likely for on your free agent wire so. You can go around. Yep, and
0: and Tannehill does look to be out at least one more yep. week, if not a couple more weeks. So there's a couple options out there for everybody in those super flex and uh, two quarterback <laughs> leagues.
1: Yep. So maybe you got maybe you got Aaron Rodgers this week, and you don't have him because he's on bye. And so you got to you got to find something. Uh,
0: speaking of Aaron Rodgers, uh, he had a nice little comeback last week against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, some tidbits about him. Uh, he became the first player in NFL history with back-to-back games with 400 plus passing yards and zero interceptions. Yep. And speaking of zero interceptions, Aaron Rodgers in the red zone since 2016, which includes 29 starts. He has 55 touchdowns and zero interceptions. So yeah. Aaron Rodgers is doing Aaron Rodgers thing, and he looked great. That last drive was all him. Yeah, It seemed like he was the coach, the quarterback. Everything was going his way. He was directing everybody on the field. Amazing catches, and one of those catches was by my guy, Equinemius <laughs> St. Brown. I I showed the highlight to Tom while we were at work the other day. It was a brilliant throw, a great catch, get out of bounds, both feet down. And the reason I bring up Equinemius St. Brown is I just heard a little tidbit this morning about his brothers and his family (laughs) and their naming of their children. (laughs) Uh, Equinemius St. Brown his full name is Equanimius Tristan Imhotep J. St. Brown. Oh, he has a brother named Osiris Adrian Amin-Ra J. St. Brown, <laughs> and another brother, Amin-Ra Julian Heru J. St. Brown. Uh. And his mother and father
1: is John and Miriam <laughs> Brown. <laughs> uh. What is wrong so, with them? Uh, uh, my name's John. We gotta have something more complicated than that. No, uh, we gotta go. We gotta go big. There was all sorts of
0: stories and reasons why their parents named <laughs> yeah. them the way they did. Um, their father was actually Mister Universe, like oh, wow. two or three times. This dude was just absolutely ripped. So there's some mm-hmm. good genes there in the Saint Brown family. However, you want to call them but there's an amazing amount of what is it uh Egyptian and everybody's got a random just J the J stands for nothing it's just yeah a J so I appreciate the J's whenever I see them in a name uh so I'll give them that but uh back to Aaron Rodgers he was amazing yes you you Start him every week, of course, except for this week because he's on by. So we've got to find some other options. And the other teams on by this week are the Raiders, Mm. the Steelers, and the Seahawks. So all options uh, that other people are seeking backups to because most people are playing Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, and I'm sure there was some Derek Carr owners still playing him from time to time. But uh, the options are a little thin this week. It's not a six-team bye, but uh, quarterbacks are going to be sought after this week. Um, And later on, we'll get to the games, and we'll tell you maybe a few guys that could be some sneaky starts in the quarterback world if you are needing a bye week filling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see, what else we got on the docket? Oh, yes, Devonta Freeman is going to have some (laughs) groin surgery. And I have to give a shout out to our friend of the show, Joe, who said his prediction before the year started was Devontae Freeman was going to get hurt. Yep. And here he is. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. I I said it before the season started. I thought Tevin Coleman would have a decent season yep. and that would hurt me in the leagues. I did, ha- did have Devontae Freeman and our bad dreams have come true now so he might come back but it probably won't be until closer to playoff time if they even get that far but yeah we go Devontae freeman down and out
1: the way the falcons record is right now i'm not sure they're gonna get that far but i mean it's 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 too bad for freeman i i I think he wanted to go out there and be as successful as he possibly everybody does but he i could tell he was trying to get it done he just couldn't get it done for the most part he was doing okay but the injury didn't matter. I feel like Coleman was going to take that over at the end of the year because, listen, I, I just don't know how much they trust in Freeman right now. And I think that Coleman being a free agency free agent after this year is over is going to put the burden on the Falcons, and they're going to say, we need Coleman. Do they? Because the backup to both of those guys has shown a little yeah. something.
0: Yeah. Guy named Edo yeah. Smith who actually has more rushing touchdowns than one Christian McCaffrey. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Edo Smith looks looks good. Uh, I I can't put too much on his stock on him yet, but I mean he's looking good. I would I would grab him in a bigger league. There's no doubt about that. He's uh he's definitely viable. Um, I don't know. There's just something about it. For me, it's just it's more of a feeling than anything that I just kind of think that they're going to go with Coleman and Freeman's going to, I don't know, maybe they end up trying to trade Freeman away. I don't know what they do with him. But he just hasn't been as successful as he was in the past. And there's no doubt back in the day he was amazing. But now, right now he's just not there. And that might be old age. It might be stuff starting to linger. That's probably why he got hurt. I don't know. But – That's just something when you are playing a lot, you end up, I don't know, you just end up doing something to hurt yourself. And I don't know how old he actually is, but I know he's getting up there.
0: Yeah, it's it's just been a very disappointing year for the Falcons running backs overall. It's not like Tevin Coleman's been amazing. He's been fantasy- Relevant uh, because when he does get a touchdown, you know, he gets the double digit points Mm -hmm. usually. But it's you've not gotten any 20 plus point game from him, he hasn't had one of those six seven catch games. It's luckily if you're a Falcons fan, the passing game is working, (laughs) but they're not going to win these games unless they can control the tempo of the game. And so far, they haven't been able to do that. And I don't really see that changing anytime soon. Yeah, and that's soon.
1: what a lot of people, uh, they say, well, why don't you just pass it, pass, pass, pass. I mean, it works for everybody else. Well, it, it does, but they also control it. If you look at the Patriots, they still hand the ball off quite a few times. Yes, Tom Brady's amazing, and he goes out there and he wins games. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is amazing, and at the end of the game, all you see him is pass, pass, pass. But they do, earlier in the game, control that clock and control the possession and march down the field. For the most part, I mean, I haven't seen it a lot out of the Packers. It seems like Aaron Rodgers has to uh, pull <laughs> Pull a rabbit out of his head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, out of his hat. Okay, I'm going to say it right. I'm not going to be Jason Witten. No, all. <laughs> But, yeah, it does seem like he has to do that more often than not. But these good teams that are winning games, they have to control it. They have to drive down the field, march down there, hand the ball off, and pass it. They're not just passing it all the time. But that's just that's just my little two cents on the people thinking, well, why don't we pass it more? Because you have to run the ball. You have to.
0: Yep. It's uh, the successful teams most recently. You know, the Eagles ran the ball so well last year, and they have not been able to run the ball that well this year, and they're 3-3. Three and three. So the teams that need to have a good run game are doubly bad mm-hmm. when they're run yep. game is not working yep. so you know we'll, we'll see what happens um maybe they now that they know they don't have freeman they can game plan a little differently maybe they get the screen game going yeah they know. need to do something will see because
1: they're just their offense looks their, their offense is awesome when it comes to passing but they they're just not winning they're not getting the w so they have to do something
0: Uh, Let's go to another backup running back situation uh, because Hugh Jackson has been promising to give Nick Chubb more Mm -hmm. carries, and he keeps not giving Nick Chubb Mm -hmm. more carries. Now, the last game they played was not a good effort, so there was no reason to even try to run the ball down as many points as they were. But another coach that says one thing and completely abandons it almost immediately. I I think
1: he's on the bubble. I think he's on the bubble to get fired. I I don't know what else you can do. I mean, the Browns had every chance this year to be successful, and somehow they still screw it up. I mean, there's still a lot of season left, but they're not successful. They're not where they wanted to be at this point in the season, and I think it's time for him to go.
0: Hugh Jackson needed to wow people this year, and he's just not been doing that. Every game that they – won or tied, was close the entire time. The two games they lost were close the entire time, and then they came out and got blown out. So I'm not sure if it was just a bad day defensively or they couldn't get it going offensively. I don't know 100% what was going on on the sidelines there, but he better get it in gear because, yeah, I think if they can't get another win soon, yeah, he'll be he'll be one of the first ones to go because well, I think it's just, if they're out of the playoff hunt, who cares?
1: Yeah, I think he's just mismanaging the team. There's something going on with the whole you know, Josh Gordon stuff. I understand that. They're frustrated with this player. But then you just kinda let him go for pennies. And it's just I don't know, I I would have I would have used him if I thought I was Going to be successful with him now. If you don't like the guy, okay, but you can still be successful. There's some people I don't like in baseball. I'm watching the Brewers right now. I really don't like Manny Machado, <laughs> but but he is a very good player. He's an excellent player. And if I was the Dodgers, I'd be playing him every day just because I think he's a got an attitude. We're gonna we're not gonna talk about bat- baseball. We're gonna go talk about football. <laughs> but there's just I understand why they don't like Josh Gordon and all that stuff. But when you're mismanaging a team, a team that everybody thought had the best chance in a long, long time to be successful, there's a problem, and I think the problem has to start with the head coach. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, and speaking of mismanaging teams and head coaches, uh, let's talk about another team that's on by this week, the Oakland Raiders. John Gruden... (laughs) I, I'm not sure what's going on. He just came out and uh talked about oh he's playing all these rookies now. Oh, they said I, you know, have all these old players <laughs> on my team, but I'm starting ten rookies. What do you say about that? And he says, uh, I want to see more of Gary and Conley. Uh guess what? Conley played zero <laughs> snaps on Sunday.
1: Uh I don't, I don't what know. What are they doing? Know. John Gruden this I we say it every, every single podcast because he does something crazy every single time. It's just I don't understand his mindset right now. I How many wins do they have again? Uh, let me look really quick. I think they've got two not, Yeah, wins. I was going to say maybe. maybe. I feel see. like they only got Oakland,
0: one. Where are we at? I haven't been looking at that division. Kansas City's running away with it. Yeah. So. Ah,
1: uh, they have no. They are one in five. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, bam! Yeah, just Ouch. everything John Gruden has been doing and saying is just, it's just been so off the wall. But if it was successful, I'm not going to complain about it. But it has not been successful. Right. So there's a problem, <laughs> and that might start and, with the head coach. And Derek Carr,
0: under John Gruden this year, has the least air yards per pass <laughs> yeah. in the NFL, and they're number one in giveaways. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-mm. I don't know what he was trying to do with Derek Carr in the off season. He was hyping him up. Oh, this guy! He's got all the tools, and uh, he's he's learning so much. And um, he hasn't learned a thing, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And he's still. We've had one good game. That was the one game they won, yep. where he spread the ball around to everybody, got everybody involved, and every other game has just been a train wreck, yep. in my yep, opinion. Ab- Amari Cooper still sucks. I don't care. They're trying to trade him. He needs to be on another team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The last one a little opinion article I saw was the Dallas Cowboys should do anything within reason to trade for Amari Cooper. I'm like, oh, no. please.
1: Oh, please my god, Please let that
0: happen. That would be so amazing to watch because as much as Dak Prescott looked good against the Jaguars, I think it would just
1: be one more person to add to, eh, I don't know who's getting the ball. <laughs> yeah, uh, that they don't need a wide receiver watch in 2018 because that's not a good position for any wide receiver. And Mark Cooper is just not good enough. I have said it since the end of time. He is just not a good enough receiver because he just – Collapses. He chokes. That's that's all it is. I mean, last year when I was watching him, for the most part, he just dropped balls. And it was just like, what what are you doing right now? You're a wide receiver. You have to catch these balls. You have to make plays. You have to run your routes. And it just doesn't seem like he has it. There's something about it that I can't. I cannot be behind him ever, ever. No, ever.
0: Uh, just looking at the reception yard leaders for this team. Uh, Jared Cook is having a great year for tight Mm -hmm. ends, Uh, 32 catches for 400 yards and only two touchdowns, but that's because the Raiders aren't scoring many touchdowns. Jordy Nelson has three touchdowns on 22 catches. Amari Cooper has 22 catches and only one Mm -hmm. touchdown. And their second leading receiver is Jalen Rashard with 31 catches. (laughs) So it's just terrible. I don't know what they need to do to get out and – Get some points on the board because now Marshawn Lynch, I guess, has a groin injury of some kind, and they fear that might be a long-term injury. Yep. So, Derek uh, Doug Martin is that going to be an answer of any kind? I, I doubt yeah. it.
1: He's at least he's done it before. I'll say that again. When you have yeah. experience, you at least have something there. But yeesh, I, I that the whole team is just in shambles. I'm sorry, any Raiders fans that listen to this. I'm sorry, your team is just <laughs> in a bad spot. Yeah. Sorry, Bill. I got
0: one more news thing that I couldn't fit anywhere else, but I thought it was very, very interesting. Uh, Two years in a row, the Vikings' first pick of the draft has torn their ACL (laughs) on the 27-yard line at U.S. Bank Stadium.
1: (laughs) Wow. That is is a very interesting stat right there. How how can that
0: you know is delvin cook and mike Hughes mm-hmm. both tore their acl on the same exact spot it's it's, it's a haunted
1: spot it's a, you don't want to cross is. it you don't want to land there maybe maybe that's what it is you don't want to land there that's that's haunted i i don't even want to go there <laughs> no <laughs>
0: uh so i guess uh next year uh, whoever the vikings top pick is uh try and avoid the 27 so, yeah, yard line. I'm not line. playing I'm or, not playing there. Not doing it. Or m- <laughs> maybe the Vikings need to do what hotels and buildings do and not have a 13th floor. <laughs> maybe they just need to not have a 27th <laughs> yard line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. I love that. That was that was perfect. Perfect. So, yeah.
0: Thought I would uh throw that in there and now we can mm-hmm. get to some games. Uh First game of the week on Thursday is Denver at Arizona. What a barn burner that should be, right? Tom? Oh, my
1: gosh. I mean, Denver looks just as bad as Arizona. <laughs> Arizona looks just as bad as Denver. It's just, yeah, that's, I don't even want to talk about that game. But when it comes to fantasy, man, there's really not much. I'd say Ricky Seals Jones, maybe. I mean, cause, just because he's a tight end. Uh, Eesh, I'm looking at Denver too. I just Sanders. I mean, I'm okay with David Johnson. He's yeah, been getting. I mean, he's gonna be fine. But it's not nothing. Nothing's going to be popping out at you. Um, no.
0: Arizona has sucked against the run, so I'm okay with Philip Lindsay in yeah. case you know they do need to throw the ball. He's more of a receiver too, but
1: I'd say the. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders is fine okay, and solid. You're not going to not start Sanders because there's probably bye weeks this week too, so you probably have to start him anyway. Right? But well, yeah, we got bye weeks. Uh, yeah, Devonte yep.
0: Adams and all the Green Bay receivers, Antonio Brown and Juju Smith Schuster, and all the crappy Oakland wide receivers and. Nobody that you play on Seattle's yeah, exactly. on by, so
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what these players are right now. Uh, Sanders might not be one of them players, and obviously, um, David Johnson you're probably starting no matter what every week just because you have to. <laughs> like you just, I feel obligated no matter what it is. So, like if he was doing horrible, I'd be like, man, I kind of have to start him, you know.
0: And Denver has sucked against the run yep. the last couple yep. of weeks because uh, you and I talked about that. They gave up two 200-yard rushers yes. in back-to-back weeks in Isaiah Crowell and Todd Gurley. Now, we would figure Todd Gurley could do that against a bad mm-hmm. defense. We didn't know Isaiah Crowell would do that against a bad defense, so maybe this is the week that David Johnson completely busts out. Maybe Denver doesn't fix whatever it was that was gone wrong, and you can try and trade David Johnson for a Kings-Ransom. Yeah,
1: for, uh, for this week. David Johnson, absolutely. He's absolutely going to be worth it. But you have to, because th- just look at Isaiah Crowell. I mean, he looked really good two weeks ago, but last week was just his normal Isaiah Crowell stuff. Like, it's just went right back to normal. He is not a superstar. He is just somebody who just does his job, doesn't go crazy with yardage, and doesn't go crazy with touchdowns. But when he plays the Broncos, yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Uh. So yeah, David Johnson. Yes. All right. uh
0: Then we've got a early London game this week. So make Dude, sure London game you have got your lineup set at the very latest, eight thirty a.m. This is our time. Mm-hmm. Um so nine thirty Eastern, eight thirty central, six thirty Pacific, wherever you're at. Six thirty Pacific. That's Doesn't horrible. That suck, Tom? That's horrible. I do not want to have to get up and set my line up at six <laughs> o'clock in
1: the morning on a Sunday. I have I, I don't know how many times I've actually missed the London game and I'm just like Oh man, I played this guy and I shouldn't have. Or oh I didn't yep. play this guy, would I sh- I should have I, I it's done. I've done it too many times. I I don't mind the London game. I don't mind it. Like when I wake up and football's on, I like that. But uh, I just if there's just when it comes to fantasy, I completely forget about it. Yep. So you have to stay aware.
0: <laughs> yeah, the two teams that we have to get and make sure the injuries are aware mm-hmm. of is Tennessee versus the Los Angeles Chargers. So. I believe the Chargers should handle this one fairly yep. well, but when we start talking about Tennessee and how terrible they are, they end up coming to play. But they have looked <sighs> the, awful last of weeks, the last couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, last
1: couple of weeks have just been just horrendous. Like that is just that's what I expected out of the Titans when I was talking bad about them, and then they started looking mm-hmm. good, and I was like, okay, maybe they're for real. And now they just completely fell off the map again. <laughs> I can't expect the Chargers to lose this game. But I could be surprised. I could be shocked. And here come the Titans. I don't know what's going on. But I would expect Melvin Gordon to have a good game. I'd say Phillip Rivers is going to have a good game. I, I, To me, it's Melvin Gordon, though. Because I just feel like they're going to completely dominate that team. And it's going to be hand it, hand it, hand it, hand it, hand it to Melvin Gordon all day long.
0: Uh, I assume that that will be the case and in which case i'm also okay with playing austin yeah, eckler yep. because if it is a blowout eckler i mean he already has a role in this team anyway and he's worth playing most weeks so it, that's another dfs play maybe if he's cheap enough still throw him in there if you need a cheap running back to get yourself a more expensive wide receiver or something because there, there's there's some heavy hitters this week gone in wide receiver, so you might have to uh, pay up in other places, and Austin Eckler could be a cheap option yep, for you. Yep, absolutely. I have
1: a four questions for you. Do you feel okay. comfortable playing Tajay Sharp? No. Do you <laughs> feel comfortable playing Corey Davis? I've never felt comfortable playing Corey Davis. <laughs> Do you play comfortable playing Derrick Henry? Uh, no. Do you play comfortable right now playing Dion Lewis? <sighs> no. I don't feel comfortable with any of these players. No. Any of them. They're, this whole roster looks like I can't start them. I started Dion Lewis last week, thinking, oh, last the last week before that was just you know fluke. He'll right. go back on it. Nope. Completely garbage. I can't. I can't look at this team right now and say I can confidently start one of these guys so i can't and i won't nope Uh,
0: tennessee is one you want to avoid right now yes and i have no timetable (laughs) to say when i would be okay playing anybody on tennessee right now (laughs) i have uh one league uh that was drafted last year as a dynasty league i drafted philip rivers and marcus Mariota, so i figured oh by the time philip rivers retires i'll have Mariota to back him up with, and I'm not sure that's the case anymore. And they both have the same bye week this week, so (laughs) I don't even have that choice. (laughs) I don't even have to force Mariota into my lineup. He'll probably never start for me this year.
1: Yep, I agree. There's nothing worth for me right now. They have to prove something for me to want to start these guys.
0: Let's move on to the game I'm most interested in seeing the outcome of, New England at Chicago. That's a good one. It really is. Chicago had an upset. Yeah. It was was terrible the way it happened to them because they really did have a decent game. Uh, But for whatever reason, the Dolphins were able to keep Khalil Mack away from the quarterback, Brock Osweiler. And Brock Osweiler ended up beating Chicago for the third time on a new team as his first career start. Mm Mm-hmm. He beat them all three times as his first career start with Denver, his first career start with Houston, and his first career start with yeah. the Dolphins. He all beat. It's Chicago. very strange these stats so,
1: because you get the twenty-seven yard line thing where the guy gets hurt for the season, and then he, <laughs> and then you get this—he only beats Chicago for his first career start at the on that team. It's just crazy. At these these stats—you can't make these things up, man. No. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs>
0: But as far as this game goes, uh, Chicago's offense has been clicking. Yep, uh, which is a good thing. Yep. Tom and I have Trubisky and Cohen and Trey Burton, you know, sprinkled in here and there and everywhere. So I'm liking the uh, odds that they're going to have to score to keep up with New England, even though it's in Chicago. Uh, maybe we'll see Khalil Mack get to Tom Brady, but I kind of doubt it. Nope. He seems to know how to get the ball out of his hands yep. in about. A second and a half if you're so. in an idp
1: league this is the week you probably look smarter than everybody else and you might want to just say cleo Mack is not going to play for me unless you have no other options which you, that might be the case but there's no there's no question to me tom brady will not get touched this week he's going to get rid of that ball within three seconds at the very most he's going to hold on to it for three seconds there's no no way he's going to hold on to it for longer tom brady's too smart belichick's too smart they've been playing this game for too long they are They are a really good team, yes, they lost two times this year. could have been three last week. I was upset with that mm, yes. like another yet another yards, yards after, after the hug, hug. it 's horrible i can 't stand watching it it just makes me sick when I see stuff like this, but they won they are a really good team there 's no doubt about it they 're probably going to win the division uh, it 's not going to be miami <laughs> let 's just face it it 's going to be the Patriots if they don 't win the division that 'd be an extreme. Uh, shock to everybody Um, but as far as fantasy goes Edelman's good Chris Hogan's eh he's okay to me the biggest one besides Tom Brady is James White James White is this guy like I can't he he is basically a stud right now he's a lock almost every week and the guy that I would be scared of, and I know he st- stats when you put the <laughs> stats together. I'm not going to st- say statistics because I have to think about it when I say it; otherwise, it comes out. S-s-s-s-s-s-s. So anyway, kind of like San
0: Francisco, guy, <laughs> uh, another one according to Jason <laughs> <Yeah>. Witten.
1: <laughs> Jason Witten and me, we have very similar things that we can say. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, the guy that scares me is Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, because he didn't really get into it till late. In that game last week, and I just I can't trust it. And, and, and the chances are you have them. You probably drafted him earlier than anybody else drafted a tight end, or you have him for a really high price in like a salary uh, cap league. It, it this this guy right here right now. Trade the name away if you can because I don't trust it. If you have another option at tight end, go for it. Or trade him away for another mediocre tight end. That at least you think the other guy's mediocre, like a Trey Burton or something like that. I just don't trust Rob Gronkowski right now.
0: It's it's extremely hard to trust Gronkowski right now. Yep, the Patriots are putting a lot of points on the board. They are spreading around. A lot. I mean, Sony Michelle's been doing all right. Josh Gordon's been playing more and more. Uh, I I have a feeling we will see more attempts uh, to Josh Gordon this week. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's a feeling I've got, but yeah, Gronkowski is one. Uh, You're asking a lot of people if you have another option at tight end because most teams, an entire league, if you're in a 12-team league, like the last four guys in that league might not even have an option at tight end, so to have a second one would be a blessing, and if you can get something more out of Rob Gronkowski, I'm all for it right now. Uh, it's it's hard mm-hmm. to trade him away when he hasn't had a big game. So maybe this week he'll have a decent game. You'll be able to trade him for somebody else's tight end and something else that can help you out. Uh, receivers, it, it hasn't <laughs> been the greatest consistent year for Almost any position, it seems like. I mean,
1: Yeah, it does seem that way. But It's been a very strange year.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited to see what this game has to offer. Like I said, it's in Chicago, so I think there is a chance that the Bears could come out on top in this one. I'm not holding my breath, and I'm not putting any money on it, <laughs> but I'm not counting them
1: out either. Yeah, I hope you're right, because I, I want the Patriots to lose every week. I don't care. They are my most villainized team ever. Since I mean, since Tom Brady has been successful, really, I didn't really care too much about him when it was Bledsoe's team. It was like whatever, they're fine. But yeah, I don't, I really don't like. That's that's how I think about the Bills right now. Whatever, I don't really care. Right. Uh, they're okay. fine. Whatever.
0: All right, well, I got one more tidbit <laughs> okay. before we'll go on to the next uh, game. Uh, two Mondays ago, mm-hmm. the Boston Red Sox won a playoff game that Monday night. Tom Brady led a game-winning drive. Mm-hmm. This last Monday, the Brewers won a playoff game, mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers led a game-winning
1: drive. Very strange. I'm not, not sure what to say about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it seems if a team, an NFL team has a baseball team in the playoffs and they win they get some extra powers to be able to pull out a victory in the last minutes of a football game. So
1: so if you're a Packers fan, you have to root for the Brewers. It's just you have well, to. I don't care if you're even a Brewers fan. You have to root for them.
0: You have to. You have to. Although they don't play this week, so there's no... <laughs> Aaron Rodgers fireworks that we can get, but maybe something due really to good a happens. Win.
1: Maybe something good maybe. happens. Maybe they trade for Amari Cooper. Maybe that's what they need. Oh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what the Packers need.
0: If they're trading Mike McCarthy for Amari Cooper, I'm all
1: for. Uh, oh, it. yeah. You know what? I would agree with that. I think Mike McCarthy is about ready to say goodbye, but they won't because they keep winning because they have Aaron Rodgers. Right. So it's going to look like Mike McCarthy is a good coach, but I honestly don't think he is. Nope.
0: I, I have nothing more to
1: say about Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I
0: keep saying it to everybody, um, and I, yeah, I, I just yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> um, the next game we will talk about is one we probably won't have to talk about for very long. Just like the Tennessee Titans, mm-hmm. we have Buffalo at Indianapolis, and these two teams <sighs> are just terrible. Andrew Luck's been okay. Eric Ebron's
1: been more than okay, but that is it. That's it. I'm going to say something, and I think this is is more of a sneaky start, so maybe we should have saved it for later, but I'm going to think that Anderson is going to have a good game. And and here's why, because the Colts do not blitz. They do not blitz. They did not blitz. At least if they blitzed, I didn't see it against the Jets last week. They don't blitz, and it made Sam— <laughs> Neither did they. It, huh? <laughs> And neither did they. <laughs> no, the, and the and Sam Darnold had just been sitting there confident. To get Sam Darnold off, you have to blitz him. They do not blitz at all, the Colts. So I think that Anderson is going to have a successful day. I'm not going to say it's going to be a great day, but Sam Darnold isn't the best quarterback in the world right now. I hope he does become that. But I think Anderson is a very viable option this week because he has done it before. He's going to find his receivers. The if he has time, he's going to be able to do it. We will see. I am not putting any faith in anybody in those two games.
0: I mean, if you're in a two quarterback right. league, you got to do something. I'm not saying start him over this week. So that means there's only 28 quarterbacks available.
1: I'm not saying start him over a legitimate quarterback that you're never going to sit. But if you have this ugh, kind of quarterback lineup, I might Consider it
0: now. I could see putting Derek Anderson in a DFS lineup if you think he can do anything at all. That's true. Because I'm scrolling down, I'm trying to find Derek Anderson. That's probably and he is forty three hundred yeah, for a quarterback. So yep, that's pretty darn yep. cheap. So if you want to try that sneaky play and. Be contrarian. That That's one way to do Try that this week. It, I haven't so.
1: done a DFS yet this year, and this might be my first week because I do believe that he's going to have a successful week, and I don't think anybody else is going to look at him. I really don't. All right. Well, let's put that to the
0: test <laughs> and see what happens. Uh, next game is Detroit at Miami with uh, confirmation that Brock Osweiler is mm-hmm. going to be the starting quarterback this week, and Miami just seems to keep pulling out these wins. I don't know how. We've got a 35 year old Frank Gore rushing for 100 (laughs) yards, which is great. I have him in a league that I need to play him in, so
1: yeah, keep doing it. Uh, Detroit isn't that no, it's too bad. I thought they were going to be pretty successful this year, but just not. They're not putting it together. It's one of these teams that they on offense they have they have all the talent in the world, but they just can't put it together. I, I, it's a very strange thing when you see something like that because. I like Galladay. I like, I like uh, Tate. Marvin Jones, you don't like. I've kind of always been okay with him. But I've always liked Stafford. But I've never been super high on him, but I've always liked him. I thought he was a good quarterback. And it just isn't working. It just isn't working.
0: No. Uh, I've got uh, – I picked up Mitch Trubisky in a couple of leagues last week where I had mm-hmm. buy issues. And one of those – Teams, I have Matt Stafford mm-hmm. as the quarterback, and I think I'm gonna play Trubisky again I this would. week over Stafford. But
1: Trubisky's uh, proven it for little, uh, two weeks now, three weeks now, whatever it has been, and I, I actually believe it. I believe that this is going to continue, and it's going to be a consistent thing for Trubisky and for the Bears. I think the Bears are going to be fine, and especially since you know they have to play uh, the Patriots, and they're going to have to score, and they're going to have to pass. So, yeah, Trubisky is right. definitely a, a for me a better play than Stafford is this week.
0: Is there anybody on Miami that you're giving a look at all?
1: Uh, let me look at their roster real quick just to make sure I'm not missing something but I I can't imagine <laughs> I don't think you're missing anything. <laughs> uh no no. I mean if maybe maybe if you're in a return yard league I might go Gkeem Grant this week but yeah. That's that's really I mean Kenny Stills is okay if you absolutely have to. Sheesh, I I don't know. That's about it. No,
0: <laughs> I, I'm i not putting any faith in there. I think Brock Osweiler had a good game last week, which means he's probably going to be absolutely horrendous this week, even at home in Miami. Uh, I think the Lions will win, but I think it'll probably be ugly and we'll still not have much faith in either of those <laughs> teams when that game yeah, is over. Yeah, that's
1: not going to... Nothing that happens, even if one team blows the other team out, it's not going to change my opinion on them. Next game is the Vikings at the Jets. Dun, 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 dun. This this could be
0: a fun game to watch. If if the Jets keep playing the way they've been playing the last two weeks, it's not a gimme game for the Vikings because the Vikings still have offensive line issues, even though Latavius Murray had a great game last week. I'm not 100% sold on Vikings offensive line and Adam Thielen holy crap this guy he just won't stop six straight games with 100 yards yeah that Uh, that might just hurt the
1: Jets this week but I just haven't seen enough out of the Vikings yet I just there's there's something missing there's something there that hasn't happened I thought the Vikings were going to be a very a very good team this year and I thought they were going to contend for the division and they still have a chance to do that but I just don't see it. The only reason they have a chance is because the Packers don't look as good as what they do, and I think that the Bears actually have a better chance than the Vikings. But as far as this game goes, I expect it to be competitive. I expect the Jets to be within two scores at the very, very least. I think they could make it closer. Um, They could win. I hope. I mean, if Sam Darnold looks like he did last week, if the Vikings don't blitz him, they're gonna have. He's gonna have a very good day. And there's a guy on this team that I think would be a guy you want to start. I don't care what league you're in. Almost, it's almost to me a yes. You have to do it. Is Jermaine Curse because he had nine catches last week and. When Quincy Nunez isn't going to play this week, there's no way he's playing this week. He's not going to play for a while, I don't think. They haven't really said anything official yet, but Jermaine Curse, he's just—he's a guy you have to put play right now. He is in the slot. He, his routes were sharp. He's quick. He's fast. He's catching everything that he's being being thrown to. He's making—he made a really great catch last week too. I, I saw, and I—I saw it. It was just this guy right now is a is a play right now. I don't know what happens in the future, but I'd say this game against the Vikings, I'm going to play him.
0: He is forty one hundred on draft yes, so I've I'm, I'm building a lineup there as we, we speak right Let's do now, it. and we'll see what it looks like when we get done. But I'm um, throwing Derek Anderson and Jermaine Curse in there for right now. We'll see what <laughs> happens and what it looks like yeah. at the end. But uh, yeah, it, like I said, I think it's going to be a very interesting game to watch because Minnesota is kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team. Uh, I'm looking at. Uh, Uh, points for and points against Uh, they've scored 140 points yep which is on par with everybody else in that division Mm -hmm. but they've also given up 148 points so that three two and one record could easily be a one and five record because that eagles game they could have easily lost the packers tie could have easily been should have been a loss in my opinion i agree with that one too uh and they won against the Cardinals last week, and the Cardinals are just not good. And that so, game was a
1: lot closer in the beginning of it. And I was just like, oh, man, how are they not pulling away from these guys? And they finally ended up making it look convincing. But, yeah, the Cardinals, if you can't just go out there and just completely annihilate the Cardinals, then you are, you're missing something.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. I'll be rooting <laughs> for your Jets, and hopefully I have uh, a good feeling about it. we will do really good. I really do. Uh, My team is also at home this week hosting the Carolina Panthers. So Panthers at Eagles. Uh, Carson Wentz, he's looking like Carson Wentz of last year. I know it's not being talked about much, but he's thrown two touchdowns in every game that he's played so far. He's got like 1,200 yards in the four games, so he's averaging almost 300 yards a game. Uh, There's nothing much more to say. Carson Wentz is still Carson Wentz. It helped so, so much that Alshon Jeffrey came yes. back. I
1: would
0: say, Alshon has been awesome.
1: Yeah, I would say Alshon is going to be fine. Uh, everybody, everybody that's been consistent on both of these teams, the Panthers and the Eagles, everybody that's been good is going to continue being good this week. You can't expect any breakout people this week. I wouldn't anyway because it's going to be Jeffrey. It's going to be Wentz. It's going to be Cam Newton. It's going to be uh, Christian McCaffrey. These guys these guys are going to stay consistently good. I wouldn't expect anything drastic to change. So I, I, this is going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game to watch. I really, really think so because these two teams to me are – I'm not going to say the Panthers are stellar, but just – just the, the team in general. Just something about that team just makes me want to watch that team. I don't right. like their wide receivers, but Cam Newton he he really is a special quarterback. Outside of Michael Vick, he is one of these guys that you just can't tackle. He, he is right. just he's just that good. I really do believe he's that good. And fantasy wise, now if I had him on my team, there might be a certain <laughs> element to the way he plays that I might not like, but. When it comes to fantasy football, Cam Newton is – I don't know where he's actually at right now, but I believe he's got to be in the top five. If he's not in the top five, he is darn near close. Yep.
0: Um, And if any – if it's any indication, the Thursday game that the Eagles played against the Giants – we beat them by 21 points, mm-hmm. and yet we let Saquon Barkley have almost 200 <laughs> yards of offense. So yep. that could be very good news for mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey owners. Mm-hmm. If the Eagles play anything like they did against the Giants, this, this could be a great fantasy game for most of your studs, um, and that includes Zach Ertz, and I think even Corey Clement has a chance to –
1: get it going hopefully <laughs> he's got he's got to get something going because i haven't seen it yet out of him but oh wow i am so wrong about cam newton i'm just Uh-oh. looking up he's 14th wow
0: well i think they, they, had already, they had their buy yeah i had their buy okay hold so.
1: on let me let me sort this by average because that's that wasn't right yeah he's six so he was just he's okay, just outside the go. top five yeah. Okay. I was just, I was like, How is he 14th? How are these guys beating him? All right. Now I cl- clarified that. But um, okay. Yeah, this is this. That's going to be a great game to watch. I really do think so. And I think that the guys that you, the guys that you are relying on, keep relying on them. This is going to be a good game.
0: Next game should be an interesting one. Perhaps the other side of that coin: Cleveland at Tampa Bay, in mm-hmm. which. Tampa Bay just fired their defensive coordinator, so maybe we're gonna see a whole new Tampa Bay defense. But <laughs> I don't really think it matters too much. But Cleveland seems to be doing their Cleveland thing again. So Cleveland at Tampa Bay. Uh, who are you relying on this
1: week? <sighs> when it comes to Cleveland, is I, there's no, I can't rely on anybody. Even even. Jarvis Landry I'm starting him I have to start him I feel obligated to start start him him. but it just last week was horrible he didn't do nothing the week before that was almost almost now he he did something but just my gosh there's really nobody there that I can rely on um that's uh, in joku not horrible but it's just uh there's nothing there no but when it comes to it comes to the Tampa Bay's defense now this has got to be the week that Cleveland comes out right it has to be <laughs> it's as good a week as any because when the when you have a team who has been so bad on defense even even when you try to wash your hands of it the dirt is stuck it's like stained onto your hands okay so this this is going to continue you have to keep washing your hands you have to fix it and right now it's going to take a while it's going to take a while for the Buccaneers defense to get to where they want it so you get rid of the the initial dirt but there's still stains you have to clear the stains and it's going to take a while
0: now i have to say this uh last week i was in a bit of a pickle for my last flex spot in a deeper league and i first had vernon davis in there which would have been a fine play he had a touchdown yep. last week i would have been very happy with that but i decided for the first week all or for the yeah, for the first week all season long I was going to put in Peyton Barber, and what did he do? He got me like 20 points. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was about that one. We should have had a show last week, and he would have been <laughs> one of my sneaky starts. But, yeah, there you go. Peyton Barber, do you think that Cleveland can let him get another 20-point game?
1: Yeah, I do. I think that Cleveland can let him do that. I don't believe in Cleveland right now. I just, I'm just, i sorry, but these this is one of these things about Cleveland Browns is when they just – every every single year it's the same story it's the browns that that's all you have to say and so when somebody says do you think that the browns might let this happen yes i do think that might happen i do <laughs> yeah it's that's just that's my answer almost every single time because hey you ask me the question i actually it it, it probably going to happen it's a very legitimate chance all right the last <laughs> early game
0: is Houston at Jacksonville. Now these two teams are so just not what we thought they were going to be so far. And before we talk about the game, I have to mention a couple of offensive linemen for the Texans. Uh, Houston tackle Julian Davenport Mm -hmm. has allowed the most pressures in the NFL this season with 32. And Houston tackle Martinez Rankin has allowed the second-most pressures in the NFL this season with 27. So for everybody out there that is upset with Deshaun Watson's Mm -hmm. lack of 45,000-point games (laughs) like he had last year, there's a reason why he is running for his life like Russell Wilson did last year. So he's doing okay, but my goodness, they need to do something with that offensive line.
1: Yeah, at this point in the season, I don't know what you can do. I mean, the guys you can go get aren't going to be any better than what you have. At least you wouldn't think no. so. But that's, you're just going to have to suffer through this this year and hope that these guys start getting it, clicking it, communicating. That's that's one thing I will say. I'm going to go back to the Jets for a second. The Jets' offensive line has all been healthy all year. Nobody's been hurt, and they can communicate. They can, they can continue down and just, you know, they, they're on the same page. When you get an injury here, injury there, you, you're not communicating. Communication for an offensive line is really, really, really key. And when you don't communicate, whether or not that's what they're doing or not, I don't know. But the communication, if they're not communicating, they're not going to get any better. So if that, that's where I would start. If I was a coach, if I was an NFL head coach, I would start with the communication. Okay, Coach, Uh, what do you say (laughs) about
0: another offensive lineman, this time for Jacksonville, because Jacksonville picked up a scrap leftover, somebody thrown away from the New York Giants, Eric Flowers, who just said he thinks Jacksonville's a better fit.
1: Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You can say whatever you want, Flowers, but Jacksonville right now, ooh, my goodness. I don't get it. Yeah, there's no doubt that their defense is completely overrated, but their offense is just garbage. It's bad.
0: Uh, Blake Bortles. You know, at the beginning of the year, people were like, "Oh, sorry, you know, we 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 didn't trust in Blake Bortles," but he seems to be seems to be the answer there in Jacksonville. He'll be there for a while, and now the last couple of weeks he has been terrible. I mean, I was yep. looking at another league that. Um, I have a stud QB in that I don't have a backup for, so I was looking for somebody for uh, on buy, and I saw Blake Bortles' name, and I was just like, I can't do it.
1: It's not just his fault. It's not just his fault. I like Keelan, I like Keelan Cole, and I like Moncrief, and I like, like DJ Shark, but these are not number nope. one receivers. None of them are, and I think that's the problem right now. They don't have enough good players. It's, not, it's hard for Bortles to do something when you don't have the guys to throw to. I like them, but they're not number ones. Nope, there is nothing number one
0: about Jacksonville at all. T.J. Yeldon no, isn't playing completely. like a number one back, not that he's supposed to be. Uh, they just yeah. signed Jamal Charles. Uh, they're getting desperate, <laughs> it seems like, in Jacksonville, and that division is still
1: being led by Tennessee, and that <sighs> that's terrible. Wow. wow. That's a one-word answer. Wow.
0: So, uh, we'll move along to another interesting matchup because the New Orleans Saints visit the Baltimore Ravens and the Ravens' defense is one of the best in the league right now. They have not allowed a second-half touchdown in the first six yep. games of this year.
1: You told me that, well, was it, yesterday, yes. and
0: I was just like, that's amazing. And That is amazing. And what's even more intriguing about that is is the fact that the Ravens are the only team
1: in the NFL that Drew
0: Brees has not beat yet?
1: <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh, well, you know what? Wow! I can't even predict this one, but I, I this is going to be a, this going to be another good game. I, I, bel- I I'm going to predict one thing. I'm not going to predict the outcome of the game, but I will promise you. That the Saints will score a touchdown in the second half. (laughs) I would hope so. I mean, they've got too much firepower. Exactly. Mark
0: Ingram is back. He looked really good in his first game back, although they just embarrassed the Redskins on that Monday night game. So uh, we didn't get to see much of Kamara in his last action. Hopefully we'll get to see more of him this week because I know there's a lot of people that were hitting the panic button on Alvin Kamara. Oh my gosh, it was
1: it was so ridiculous. I'm telling you, people, this this last game for Mark Ingram, well, that was a statement game. He said, "I've been out. He's got fresh legs." It's he's making a statement, and the coaches were probably making a statement. They knew where they were going to win this game, so they went out there and made a statement with Mark Ingram. It is not a problem with Kamara. He's perfectly fine they were resting him up for the most part for two weeks in a row so that he can come back and contribute the way they want him to stop panicking about kamara it is perfectly fine he is going to be great do do not trade him away or just whatever it is you're going to do these i've seen (laughs) too many people going crazy and that is a big problem in my book you have to hold on to this guy so i told
0: you i passed over blake bortles in the league i needed a quarterback in okay I picked up Joe Flacco instead. I think he's been consistent enough, and if New Orleans is still New Orleans, they're going to have to try and score a bunch of points to try and beat them. So even if he has a bad game, it'll probably still be fantasy okay because it'll (laughs) be you know 280 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, whatever. I'll take that for my bye week. So Mm. if he can give me that, I'll be happy. Uh, but he's also got the opportunity to throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns against a New Orleans defense who hasn't been as great as they were
1: last year. Yeah, there's always a possibility there. And the possibility for me that I'm looking at is Drew Brees just going to go crazy. Like that's every single week you have to, well, that's a possibility. Like, because Drew Brees is amazing. He's an amazing quarterback. Joe Flacco has usually been an average quarterback. But, yeah, he has been pretty solid this year. And that's that surprised me. I did not expect this. I expected that Jackson was going to be the quarterback by this time of the year. And that has not happened because Joe Flacco has stepped up, and he has actually been a very productive quarterback. So give give the Ravens some credit. They're actually a pretty decent team this year, and I expect that they have a very good shot at making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, if their defense can keep it the way it is, then we're not going to see your guy, Lamar Jackson, this year.
1: No, I'm I, I, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. sorry.
0: <laughs> uh We'll move along to the Rams at the 49ers. 49ers just Woo. suffered a heartbreaking loss against the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers did his Superman thing and pulled out that win in the last minute seven with no timeouts. But C.J. Beathard, he's been okay since taking over for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not a terrible fantasy option. So no. if you're going to go with a quarterback in DFS that's cheap, he's still a decent option. He's only 4800 Yeah, He's right in there with Rosen, Osweiler, and uh, Derek Anderson if you're going to run yep. with a cheap quarterback. I mean, even Darnold's only 4900 this week. Yeah. So yep. there's a, there's there's options there this week. Yeah. Um, and, and Todd Gurley, he's, he is on pace to have a ladanian Tomlinson-type year. Yep. And that would be the first time a running back finished at the number one spot two years in a row since Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs> so here you go. Well, there it, you go. It's starting to come true.
1: Starting to compare somebody to somebody. You have to actually be that person. Change your name and just become ladanian Tomlinson. There you go. That's, that's my solution.
0: Uh, I... Th- the the Rams are at the top of everybody's power rankings right now, yep. and I understand why. I, for some reason, I still don't believe in them 100%. I, I don't know what it is about them. Maybe it's just that I'm biased that the Eagles got past them last year and they hurt Carson Wentz. Maybe I have some harboring resentment. I don't know what it is, but I just I don't think they're there yet.
1: I just want to do something quick, and it's just this is completely spontaneous. All right, but I want to look at their their schedule. Let's look at look at who they've played. Okay. If I can, if I can find it, real quick. <laughs> I've the, got it we might have here. to we might have to cut some of this.
0: That's all right. I got it right here. They played okay. the Raiders week one and absolutely destroyed them. Yep, the Raiders they played okay. the Cardinals week two and absolutely destroyed okay. them. Two, That's two terrible, two teams. terrible teams. Played the Chargers. Okay. Uh, whose defense is not that great this and year.
1: Chargers is an average team.
0: They beat the Vikings on that Thursday night game. Average team. They beat the Seahawks by
1: two points. Less than below average. And they beat the Broncos by three points. A terrible team. They have not played a good team yet. They have not. No. And their they are scheduled the 49ers
0: is, yep, next. Bad. They team. play the Packers, Saints, Seahawks again. And then the Chiefs, Lions, Bears, Eagles and then they end with the Cardinals and 49ers. That's so a very easy they're schedule. They're going to make the playoffs yes. no matter what. But there's a couple of teams in there that are going to give them fits, and we'll see what they really have in the tank.
1: let see if they win both of them games against the Packers and Saints. If they do that, then I'm going to say, okay, this, this team is le- this. It's real. It's a very legit team. It's a very good team. I'm not saying they're a very bad team. I'm not saying they're bad. They're still a very good team, but they have not played a good team yet. They have played average at the very best. And their division is
0: not what it used to be. I mean, no, everybody thought this no. was going to be that division where anybody could challenge for the title. And Seattle is at number two at three and three. Both the mm-hmm. uh, Cardinals and Niners are one and five. Yep. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals have 82 points for and 139 points against. 82 mm-hmm. points. That's all they've put up in six
1: games. Yep. I mean, you get
0: just- to play them twice a year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, they haven't played good team yet. Let's just let's just see what happens when they play a good team, and then they're gonna find out in a couple weeks when they play the Packers, and then they have to play the Saints right after that. I think I think they lose one of them games. I do. Yeah. And I think we might just see that they aren't the number one team that everybody thinks they are right now. I mean, they've won every game. I give them that. That's fine, but. I just I don't know they're just not I agree with you I do I really do agree with you on that I don't think when I, when I when I think of the best team in the National Football League they do not pop into my head right away. No I I mean
0: just listening and reading everything that's where I see it but yeah when I think of a great team I'm not thinking of the Rams I'm not exactly. trying to disrespect them because yes they're six and zero and they deserve their record right now I agree with that. I just don't know if they can hang with the big boys. Like if they played yep. the Patriots this week, I would favor the Patriots, in my opinion.
1: Yep. And I think everybody else would, wouldn't they wouldn't argue with you, but they would say, well, do you really do you want to pick the Patriots? It's the Rams. They're the best team in the football, the National Football League right now. Yeah, well, sorry. I don't actually think that they're the best team.
0: Nope. And they're not gonna have a challenge this week, like we said. Nope. Is there anybody on the Forty – that you're willing to play against the Rams, uh, Marquise Goodwin maybe he finally came out and had a two touchdown performance against the Packers. Uh, Matt Brady has been okay. Yeah. Uh, George Kittle, I mean, obviously you're playing any tight end that has any yeah. value. Yep. So, uh, I, um,
1: it you you're rolling the dice with Goodwin. <laughs> like yes, it's you just are, really it's really one of them guys that I can't get on board with unless. I'm filling a final slot on my team, and I just kind of—I'll oh, take a chance and see what happens. A roll of the dice isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes that's a good thing. You can, you know, especially DFS. If he's cheap enough, you can get something good for that. Forty-six hundred. Yeah, that, that's that's a roll of the dice that I'm willing to take. Put him down. Put him down on our our little thing that we're making. Oh right yeah, now. I did. I like that.
0: All right, let's go to Dallas at Washington. Okay. Uh, I hate talking about NFC East matchups when it doesn't involve the Eagles because <laughs> they're terrible. I don't care that Dallas just won forty to seven. Mm-hmm. They're still not a good team. Somebody, I was listening, watching Good Morning Football, and they had a analyst with the power rankings, and they bumped up the Cowboys like nine spots.
1: Nine spots. Like really? Holy cow! That's. That's too much. Bump them up three spots. That's fine. You just beat the Jaguars. We're supposed to have a really good defense. Well, you didn't just beat them. You crushed them. Okay, let's be real. Well, they did. They destroyed them.
0: Dallas hasn't won an away game this year.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, that's not good. Um, so they're at Washington. They were at home against the Jaguars, and the Jaguars let Dak Prescott run around. Yeah. When you can let a quarterback that has legs run around, he's going to beat you. Yep. So if Washington, at home, doesn't let Dak Prescott run around, we're going to see that terrible passing attack. We'll see Zeke get his points, and then that's it.
1: Yeah. Let's let's find out. Well, if they do it twice in a row, then I'm going to be like, okay, maybe we need, need to start looking at these guys. But I think I might have to start Cole Beasley in with the flag league <laughs> because, going off of what he just did and the fact that there's some bye weeks, I need to. I probably need to start him. I haven't really looked into it too big but yeah he did amazing last week so I'd feel right didn't at least give him a consideration (laughs) this week right uh
0: I don't think there's anything much more to say about that Alex Smith has been just okay he's gone back to the old Alex Smith who was what he was before last season he has no Tyreek Hill to throw to in Washington and their running game is not nope. good, so <laughs> Jordan Reed has just been okay. Yeah, yeah. he's been healthy. Yeah. Yep. So if <laughs> I guess that's if, about if all. If he's I can healthy,
1: say. he's better than okay. That's how Jordan Reed goes. <laughs> that's
0: true. That is very true. Um. So yeah, fire up your Zeeks, mm-hmm. and that's about yeah. it. Uh, if if you gotta play a tight end, uh, you'll play Jordan Reed. Yeah. I mean even. Vernon Davis is okay if you're in a pinch, but that's that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sunday night game should be an interesting one: the Bengals at the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs had that heartbreaking loss to the Patriots, uh, in which the yards after the hug yep. ended up giving Tom Brady a rushing touchdown of longer than one yard for the first time in I don't know how many years. That's how
1: you know it was a yards and after the hug. Like it would have never happened. Exactly.
0: Yep. <laughs> So Cincinnati, they, they've they been on fire on offense, mm-hmm. and they got unlucky last week with that weird Antonio Brown in the middle of the field and outrun everybody touchdown to win yeah. the game. I, I still don't know how that happened where they just let Antonio Brown run free over the middle. But uh, they're still in the lead in the division, tied with Baltimore at four and two. Mm-hmm. So they're still a decent football game. They put up 174 points on the year, but they have put, uh, had 158 points scored against uh, them. Yeah. So the Chiefs should have a decent shot at scoring a lot of points. Yep. This could be a big score on both sides, so fire up everybody you have. A.J., Green, Tyler, Boyd, Andy Dalton, Pat Mahomes, Kareem yep. Hunt. I'm still not going to start Sammy Watkins, but <laughs> everybody else. Let's put them out there. Now,
1: see, here's here's the question we've been asked almost every week, it seems like. Do you, do you start Mahomes or do I start blah, blah, blah? Who cares? Start Mahomes. Every single week we get somebody asking us, should I start Mahomes? Yes, you should start Mahomes every single week. He has not proven that he can't do it. He's going to do it, and especially this week. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game, possibly on both sides. Could be just like the last uh, Patriots game that they just played against. I, I, You have to start Mahomes. Please, I don't want to see another question about Mahomes unless he actually gets... <laughs> Uh, dinged up a little bit, or he actually starts underperforming. That's the only time I want to see it. If I get another question about Mahomes, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to find it out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure that out. And here <laughs> are the Chiefs' next five
0: games versus the Bengals, versus the Broncos, mm. at the Browns, mm-hmm. versus the Cardinals, mm. and then finally versus the Rams. So they've okay. got one decent defense in the next five games. So if you're gonna say anything about Patrick Mahomes, we're going to ignore <laughs> you. Five weeks. In five weeks, maybe ask us about playing him against the Rams if he has slowed down against the other crappy defenses he's about to go about.
1: He might that's that's one thing I will say he might slow down against the crappy defenses because they're crappy defenses. And they might just concert right. it might be conservative. And that's kind of what I think Andrew Reed's going to do. He's going to say, I need to save these guys a little bit, you know, just slow down. We're going to win this game or we're in control, whatever it is. I would expect him to go down slightly, but not enough to where I wouldn't start him. He is a stellar quarterback right now, and there's no reason I would even consider it at this point. And we'll finish up with the
0: Monday night game that everybody thought was going to be the battle of teams that probably won't make the playoffs <laughs> in the 1 and 5 New York Giants versus the 2 and 4 Atlanta Falcons in which both teams are giving up an exorbitant amount of points yes. so do you think maybe Eli Manning <laughs> can have a decent <laughs> fantasy week Yes,
1: week. I do believe that he's going to have a chance to have, have a chance to have a decent. <laughs> well, Here's here's what I'm taking away from this. Fire up your Atlanta Falcons. That's I oh, mean, yeah. this is going to be a bloodbath as far as them scoring points. I don't know what the Giants are going to do. They might keep up with them, but I fully expect the Falcons to score a lot of points this week. So fire up every single Falcon that you have because you're probably going to get something good out of them. All right. Uh,
0: Saquon Barkley, he, yeah. he's he's basically Zeke in New <laughs> York. He's worth the play. I mean, even OBJ is starting – I'm starting <gasps> yeah, to wonder yeah, yeah. if he can be – this week I'm yeah, all for it. Yeah, this week, yeah. Like you said, start pretty much everybody this week. The defenses are terrible, and that's basically because Atlanta was decimated by mm-hmm. injury in week one against the Eagles. Sorry, Falcons fans, that <laughs> was not intentional, uh-huh. but – Yeah, so start them all up. Saquon Barkley is, I I wish I would have taken him over a couple of people in the first round because he has been the real deal. Um, Atlanta running backs, on the other hand, we talked about them earlier. They're not living up to their offensive hype, Mm -hmm. but I think they'll still be a decent play against the Giants. Tevin Coleman especially. If you're in a pinch, Ido Smith. Maybe DFS wise, let me see how much his uh, DraftKings price is. Ito Smith, thirty eight. Oh boy, Uh, put him on that. So that could be an interesting one. Well, if we have a spot left for him, I know we put a few
1: people on. Well,
0: uh, see, here's the here's the thing. I'm not gonna say our entire lineup.
1: Yeah, that's okay. We don't want to give up uh, all of our. I don't care.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, here here are all the players that we want to. I'm leaving three guys off this list. Uh, we're playing Derek Anderson okay. at quarterback. We have Ito Smith at one of our mm-hmm. running back spots. We have Jermaine Curse. I put Marquise Goodwin okay. on there because he was only at 4600, yep, yep. and I put Austin Hooper in I, at tight end because he's at 4200. Wow, yep. Uh, I put the Texans' defense in mm. there against Jacksonville. I, it's, it's an interesting matchup. They were cheap at 2800 J.J. Watt's been on fire lately, yeah. so let's give them a shot. So I've got uh, two running backs and a wide receiver that I will not tell everybody. <laughs> and we'll see what this particular lineup has to offer. Yeah so we we paid up I'll just say that we paid up for a couple of running backs and a wide yeah. receiver
1: and yeah that's all you can say I don't know who you got on your list cuz you're not going to show me but um no. that's fine I, I have I have I have some feelings about it I'm going to okay. f- I'm going to I I got I got some ESPs I'm going to let you guys know who he's picking mm. okay no I'm not doing that yeah. <laughs> um yeah how wow this has been a long episode it feels like
0: yeah, well, we had a lot to yep. talk about. It's, it's we get,
1: lot, when we're doing so. every two weeks. You're gonna have to listen to us talk for a while. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, so, is
0: there anything else out there that you need to get off your chest? Uh, anything that you're looking forward to? I,
1: I'm. I mean, I know this isn't football. I am really looking forward to the Brewers playing today. At 4 o'clock Central Time, and this is, oh my gosh. I know that the people are going to listen to this, and it's going to be past the game. But I, I just All want right. you to know that I'm excited, and I really, really want the Brewers to win this NLCS. This is, this is I haven't been this excited about the Brewers in a long time. I mean, 2011 was the last time they made the playoffs. But I actually feel like we're a better team than when we were in 2011. I'm not going to go too far into it. But I'm, <laughs> I'm a big Brewers fan, and I'm looking forward to watching the Brewers today. Alright, that
0: sounds good uh, We will leave you with a couple of notes um, We are still Online and looking at stuff We haven't been as active the last couple of weeks But uh, we'll try and get Back on there uh, We're on uh, the Fantasy Football Stardom or sidum Facebook yep. page, which we'll have the link in the Show notes, we have our Own Facebook page Facebook.com slash Uh We'll be on Twitter again At fuel. Um, If you want to call in and talk to us about anything, if you want your frustrations vented, (laughs) uh, you want to tell us uh, any of your weeks that were upset, you lost by a tenth of a point, anything like that, call up and tell us and vent, and (laughs) we'll share it on the air if you'd like. That number is 608-492-3443. I guess that's about all I've got. I'm excited that Panthers-Eagles game is definitely looking forward to that yeah. one. I've got some confidence back in my Eagles, uh, confidence back in some of my leagues, except for our Fantasy Fuel Listener League. I am not doing very well in. <laughs> we have a couple of teams. Our friend of the show, Reggie, has yep. been on fire in that Darn league. that, Reggie. He's got the most points scored. He's got tied for the best record. <laughs> Uh, so he's doing very, very well. Tom's still in the thick yeah. of it in his division. I'm not out of it, but I'm not feeling too good <laughs> about it either. <laughs> but uh, we've got a couple of leagues that we're doing really yes. well in, uh, so Mitch Trubisky is starting to have something to say about that for oh. us, and that's mm-hmm. kind of a nice surprise. And you know, the, yeah. uh, the, uh, uh, the
1: amateur podcast league, when we were all with a bunch of other podcasts, We're we're still destroying them. Like we're just doing really really well in that league. I don't want to brag about it, but I hey I want to brag about it. (laughs) So we're gonna brag about it. And yeah, we're doing really good. These other guys, you know, they're smart. Like I said before, we're playing against other smart people, and we're we're winning. And that's what we like. So I I hope that we can at least. Say that we're doing something right. (laughs) That's all I really want. I want to give you guys advice and tell you the right advice and tell you that, hey, we're not stupid. We know what we're talking about.
0: So we haven't talked about our players in that league in a while. So let's just give them a quick rundown again of who all is in that league. We have uh, two people on bye this week, Mm. uh, Roethlisberger and Juju Smith, Schuster. But it's not hurting us much because here's our starting lineup Mm -hmm. for the week. Carson Wentz. Yep. Alvin Kamara. Yep. Tariq Cohen. hmm Michael Thomas. Oh, yep. Tyreek Hill. Beautiful. Eric Ebron. Mm-hmm. Al Sean Jeffrey. Perfect. The Texans defense. It's all right. <laughs> and Justin Tucker. There it is. Who may score a ton of points versus the Saints this that week. That is a really And we have on our bench, we have on our bench. I just want to say. We have Carlos Hyde, Sterling Shepard, Corey mm-hmm. Clement. And Greg Olson, who is actually now an option yeah. for us again mm-hmm. at the tight end position. So I love our team, and when we get Juju back, I mean, we're going to have to start thinking do we play Juju or Alshon. Yeah. Uh, what's What's going to happen It's, there, a, it's so. a
1: good problem to have. There's no doubt about that. Yep, it sure is.
0: So we'll leave it at <laughs> that. We don't want to brag too much this week. But we're the best. We have been b- able to do it. We so. are the best <laughs> ever. So we are the best. <laughs> Uh, so I'll leave it with that. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget to stay fueled up this fantasy season.